Hello future self, um, I have to apologise that I did not make a recording yesterday, um, I had actually tried to make a YouTube video and ended up talking for a really long time, about 40 minutes, not realising that my camera only records for about 10 minutes, um, so it ended up being <laughs> a little bit of a frustrating process. And after I'd done that, I just sort of didn't feel like talking anymore, quite frankly. Um, no one needs to hear me talk that much in one day. Um, but I'm back again today. I've decided to put down the YouTube idea for the time being. Um, as much as I enjoy the idea of being able to reach people, through YouTube, um, I think I'm also realising, I realised through the process of creating a couple of videos that I don't think I'm quite ready um, to do that just yet. So it was a really useful lesson, um, although slightly frustrating, and, and that actually brings me on to what I want to talk about today, which is... <clears throat> Um, a specific limiting belief or a couple of limiting beliefs that I have struck upon recently um, the concept of limiting beliefs isn't something I was aware of until actually only about a year ago um, but as soon as I became aware of the idea of what a limiting belief is um, I think it shifted something in my mind and I mean particularly in the past half a year or so I've really started to be able to identify limiting beliefs and conditionings and habitual ways of thinking in my own mind um, that I can see are holding me back um, from feeling fulfilled and joyful. Um, and it is, it can be really frustrating because, you know, I, I've had a small taste of knowing what it feels like to feel completely aligned and joyful. Um, and so when I fall back into kind of habitual ways of thinking, it, it feels like a regression. Um, and I have to keep reminding myself that the fact that I'm even aware that this is going on and I'm becoming more and more aware of it every day and taking steps towards changing, um, that that is a sign of progress, not regression. Um, I have found in the past couple of days that, that I've been feeling that sense of regression again. Um, so I just want to talk about the two limiting beliefs that I've struck upon. Um, the first being, well, I should add that these two limiting beliefs, I believe, are what really holds me back from being able to be authentically creative. And, and I am, by nature, a very creative person um, through my art, through storytelling, um, through my way of thinking, it, it, I, I tend to, to steer towards expansive thinking, towards being more open, um, which I think is very much a 
creative mode of being um but I often feel hampered as well and and unable to be truly that or embody it um and so I think it was a really big step for me to finally be able to vocalize what it seems to be that's holding me back and and hopefully it's a step towards being able to overcome those feelings so the first limiting belief that that I really started to see in myself just a couple of days ago was this constant need to use my creative work as a way of proving that I am valuable to the world and to myself. Um, I've definitely seen this with my art and I think I mentioned it in a previous recording um, that I often end up thinking about the results. I I become very result oriented um, when it comes to my creative work. There's always a part of my mind, when I'm up in my head, there's a part of my mind that is really latching onto how can I show that this is a valuable thing? How can I prove to myself that this is a valuable use of my time? And and by valuable, what I'm, what I'm really meaning is how do I monetize this? How do I turn this into a, a consumer product? How do I make this marketable? How do I allow this to fit into a capitalist culture? And and that's what it has become in my mind. Creation becomes just a form of um, consumption for other people. Um, And in a way, I think that is how I've started, how I've come to view myself as something that needs to be consumed by other people, not literally, I mean that figuratively, (laughs) Um, consumed by other people in order to feel valuable. And I mean, I I think this this belief really came to the fore in my mind a few days ago and it sort of just hit me like a ton of bricks like wow this is this is how I'm acting this is how I behave this is how I treat my creative work um and I think it runs really deep it's a it's a really deep limiting belief that has been lying dormant um in my mind for such a long time because this is how we're conditioned to to think about the things that we create and you know I mean I I remember even as a child um you know various relatives would say things to me like um but how are you going to earn money you know if you want to be creative that's fine but it's not going to put food on the table it's not a living um and so I feel like from a very young age that there was this association between creativity and needing to prove something in terms of um, making money. Um, 
and I think this does really hamper my ability to be authentically creative because whenever I do make something um, this isn't this, this doesn't apply so much to short story writing because I I do that luckily for some reason um, I'm able to kind of do that just as a just out of kind of my own personal sense of fulfillment um, but this is very much the case for creating art which is which was my first love really in terms of creativity and it, it became very tainted by this conditioning um, and it stops me from being able to e- express myself fully because I'm constantly thinking about what other people are going to think of it how is this going to be received is it going to be liked is it going to be approved of am I going to be approved of um, what do other people want to see um, and yeah I, I think I completely need to unlearn this conditioning if I want to get to a place where I can express myself um, in whatever way I want in a way that feels true to who I really am um, and who that child is inside me as well. Um, The other belief that I've come to recognize in myself almost runs totally counter um, to that first limiting belief. And this one says, nothing you create will ever be of value nothing you make could ever be worth it and I guess it's slightly connected but it it comes at it from a a different angle Um, and I certainly feel this with art that I almost before I've even started the process I'm already saying to myself in my head this is going to turn out really stupid why should I bother, it's a waste of my time, Um, this isn't going to change the world, what's the point, Um, why would I bother doing this, it's not, it's not going to be some masterpiece, and and it's, again, it's a very results-oriented way of thinking, Um, but it's also incredibly self-defeating, Um, And instead of just understanding that the value of something comes in the process of it and the mindset that you bring to that process, instead of thinking in that way, I'm constantly thinking about, again, the product. Um, But this time, just completely putting myself down um, and just feeling like I have nothing of value to contribute. which is very much connected to comparing myself to other people, seeing what they're putting out there and then attaching value to that and saying, well, I could never do that, so what's the point? Um, I think this really comes down to a lack of self-acceptance, a lack of self-value, And, you know, I think I've just, I feel so weighed down by these two beliefs um, and so ready to shift them 
um, but I think usually, you know, when I when I discover that I'm holding on to a certain limiting belief, um, the realization of that feels incredibly heavy, and um, you know, even in my body, it feels uncomfortable. I feel uncomfortable in my own skin. And, you know, I know that for the past few days, when I've been doing my breath work in the evenings, it has been incredibly uncomfortable. I felt this almost, this agitation in my body, um, just trying to get out, almost like there's this trapped energy inside. And and even yesterday, while I was doing the breath work, um, while I was doing the breath work, I started to develop this horrible headache this pounding on the side of my right temple and it almost felt like a pooling of energy that was just stuck and stagnant and it just needed to come out um and the breath work really does help to release some of that but i think you know what what i need to do to be able to complement that is to reflect on all of this stuff and to begin to visualize who I am beyond these beliefs um, it can be incredibly difficult to do that because how do you step beyond a conditioning that you've become so accustomed to how do you envision something that is so unknown to you that's so beyond the bounds of who you think you are Um, so this is something that I'm going to explore um i think journaling is a good way to start that process because you you can start to tap into your own subconscious um meditation and the breath work i will continue to do those things um and i guess just just opening up to a feeling of of willingness i think is incredibly important um if you do want to face your limiting beliefs and start to allow them to dissolve um but it takes time and patience and persistence and perseverance um so yes i i am starting to feel that um in terms of how my life my my vision of my life needs to change um there's a feeling there that I need to be less less needing to put myself out there in the world that it is enough to just allow a thing to be a thing and it's enough to just allow myself to be myself and I and no one needs to know about it no one needs to know what I'm doing, no one needs to know what I'm creating. Um, when I write a story, it's not to prove anything, it's just for the joy of writing and capturing that thing um, for myself. But even once I've, once I've captured it, I have to let it go, and it's this kind of process of of learning how to capture something in the present moment and kind of feel it and appreciate it and feel the fullness of it and then immediately be able to let it go to not hold on to it to not 
feel the need to draw it out beyond what it really is. Um, I've started just yesterday to, when I go for a walk, um, sometimes I come across like pebbles in the road um, or stones and I've started to look at them and pay attention to them a bit more and I found a few pebbles that um, <laughs> that I really love that they, they just look so beautiful and they're the kind of colours that, that reside in them and the kind of depths that they have and the, and the patterns that run across them are so unique to them and beautiful and even though it's just a little stone there's so much richness in that stone and you know it seems perfectly ordinary from the outside but when you really when you be with it when you kind of just look at it for what it really is and pay attention to it you start to suddenly see all these incredible features coming out of it um and that's enough you don't need to you don't need to showcase that to the world. No one wants to see a pebble, do you know what I mean? It's, but, but the appreciation that you've cultivated for it is so incredibly special and valuable. Um, and I think that's been a really useful exercise actually. And as I walk, I kind of hold on to that pebble and I'll look up, to the, I'll look up at the sky and just see how expansive and beautiful it is and how, how everything is always changing. And that's really incredible to be able to inhabit that and to live within that and to kind of allow that change to flow through you and, and not to need, need to hold on to it or, or turn it into something beyond what it really is. Um, so yeah, that's, that's all I want to say on this topic. Um, I'm sure I will be revisiting it again. Um, and as always, it's been lovely to chat to you, future self, and I will speak again tomorrow. <laughs>